Plantagenet by Mike Walker Henry VI, a simple man Richard, Duke of York sometime regent of England sometime rebel and traitor I loved the England Hull gave into our care. I hated what became of it. <laughs> I'm no thinker or priest. I'm a man of action, so that's what I did. I acted. My Lord of York, what do you want here? Madam, I'm your servant. I did not wish to startle you. And yet you are armed. <sighs> Old soldiers, madam. We tend to be forgetful. But our hearts are in the right place. But your swords are not. Nor is your loyalty. Don't question my loyalty to England. And to its lawful king. It all starts with the boy, young Henry VI of England. God knows, the prince's father was all a king should be. But like apple pips, you plant them and you've no idea what will grow. A fruit as sweet as the tree that fathered it, or something bitter to the taste. Look at them, Harry. All those people. Now, I know for a little fella like you, it must all be a bit overwhelming. Here, up on my shoulders. <laughs> Tell you the truth, sometimes I think that too. All those ships carrying English wool to the continent, carrying their goods to London, all the shops and the shopkeepers. And what can't you buy on London Bridge? Buy a hundred sheep, a chaste dagger, a pretty... Oh, hey, what about some honey plums? Where does the plum come from? And the honey? What? You don't like honey? You don't like plums? What do you like, lad? I mean, apart from praying. And your mother. You've got to put in the hard hours, Harry. It's not on the battlefield or in the council that a king learns his craft, but in the cold early morning when he studies alone or trains with sword and quintain. And there's not a squire in the nation who hasn't had a good beating. So shake my hand, lad, and we'll go over your books again. And then we'll get some good exercise with sword and buckler. And he told me that he didn't really like the idea of fighting the French. That he thought war was not a very good idea when there was a chance of peace. What do you mean you don't like war? War? I mean... I mean, good God, what, what kind of boy are you? Of course God wants us to have France, Harry. We all remember your father, great man, great king, unified this country, reclaimed France, but the cost in lives, in money. And now they're beginning to think about kicking back. There's this girl, Joan. Edward, Cardinal Beaufort, great uncle to the young king. This is 1420 to 23, when the boy Harry is coming into his majority. There were some of us, uh, tell the truth, quite a lot of us, Pole, Suffolk, my brother Somerset, 
who began to feel York and Warwick, that damned Warwick, had too much land, too much money, and a sight too much ambition. There wasn't a man on the council who didn't know York thought he had as much right to rule as Henry. Not that he wasn't a good administrator. He was. If he'd been a fool, there would have been no risk. But a man can never have too much power, and there was always something between those two, York and Warwick, something dark, like a pike, sliding out of the bankside shadows, and they say a pike's teeth, once they grip, never let go. Cardinal, you are a holy man, a true believer, and, and a great comfort to me. I hope so, sir. You have many tribulations to face, as a new king. You see, I was thinking, well... I was thinking about... You must understand, Harry. There are temptations for a young man coming into his power. Nasty, flirty temptations. Flashing eyes and white ankles and silky skirts and witchy little giggles and red lips. But it is wrong. It is not God's wish. It is Satan's path to sin. Turn your back on temptation until God provides you with a virtuous wife and England with a queen. Actually, I, I don't really feel much temptation for the lust of the body. It seems a lot of fuss about nothing. All those squires rushing round after their lady loves with poems and songs. France, France, France. France was as much a part of England as dog shite in the hall. Only Henry VI didn't see it that way. We knew he wouldn't. Because his favourite, Somerset and the Cardinal, the peace party, didn't. They were soft men all. Mm -hmm. What have the English got to do with peace? Huh? War made us strong. We were made for war. It's an unholy mess, cousin, there. Our bloody cooks could make a better foreign policy than this. Even yours could, Warwick. Leave my cooks out of it. Wish I could. You should get a Venetian like me. I don't have your appetite for dainties, York. But that hardly matters. Policy in France does. We're losing more territory with every full moon. At least we fried the witch, Joan. Uh, she wasn't the problem. It's the Dauphin. That sneaky little bastard, Louis. Have you met him? On occasion. And did you count your fingers after clasping hands? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a Frenchman. Yeah, he's a very, very clever Frenchman, cousin. He could play find the pea with any ten of the king's advisers and still win with a pea under every cup. Mm. They're already calling him the Universal Spider, and they're not wrong. That boy will geld us all if we're not careful. And the king sticks with his own people and doesn't consult us. Uses us when he needs. But they tell me he prays ceaselessly for peace. We may hope that once his new queen arrives, he'll have something else to take up his time, and we'll be able to move. I wouldn't hold out too many hopes in that direction, cousin. He's been a king a dozen years, and I happen to know there's not been one mistress. It's bloody Beaufort and his snake in the hose bollocks. What kind of boy is it that doesn't want to shag everything that moves and half of what doesn't? Henry's dad was the same. Henry's dad was a man and a great man. Oh, you'll get no argument from me, and you're right. Time was when Plantagenet and Porking were virtually the same word. Now the boy would rather be on his knees in front of a missile than a miss. Well, time's changed. We lose much more territory in France, and that's not all that'll change. The people won't stand for it. Have a care. Words have a way of... Oh, what is it? Dog shite. Yes, that has a way of sticking to a man too. 
I was 14 years old. They say he wanted to marry me. They say he told his people, bring back pictures, I want a pretty one. I suppose he must have, because he got nothing more from me than me. Margaret of Anjou, Your Majesty. And from all I have heard, an obedient, humble maid. In England, they said, he's got a French princess not worth ten marks. They weren't wrong. My father was broke. She has not much of a portion. That's because we already own her father's country, sir. But I'm sure... We could give some back. That would be a gesture of peace, to show how we intend our reign should be. I'm certain it could be arranged through treaty. I wish, above all things, Cardinal, to be a peacemaker. Our Lord Jesus called men and women to be brothers and sisters, to love each other and to forgive, and always to turn the other cheek. Love, Cardinal, is all we need in this world, and I believe if we want it enough, there will be brotherhood and amity between nations, between all men. And, yes, I'd really like to be married. Obedient, humble, not so much. When I was a child, they called me the little creature. And it wasn't a pet name either. My father couldn't give us a portion. But he did give us an education and a court full of brilliant, witty people. Hopelessly bankrupt, of course, and... Anjou and Maine. Rich land, highly productive. And they used to be ours, and so why not swap the little creature for... All you and Maine? God's holy bollocks! Are this dark staring mad in London? First the bloody maid of Orleans, and now the bloody maid of Anjou. One more bloody French maiden will be start bollocking landless over there. Do they want to give it all away, or are they simpleton? I try to do my best. Henry says, Uncle, go and fight the French if you must. Protect our possessions, show the flag. But they keep me short of everything. I'm raising my own men, buying my own supplies. When there is money, it goes to one of Henry's people. Bloody Somerset gets a pension. Supplies. And all he does is lose battles. I'll win them. What's wrong with this king? My lord, place the ring on your bride's thumb and say... In the name of the father. On her first finger and say... In the name of the son. On her second finger and say... In the name of the Holy Ghost. On her third finger and say... Amen. It was not about France, it was about England. The Duke of Somerset had seen enough of war. So had my Harry. They knew France would never rest until it become whole again. They were realists and they knew how the future must be. The old men of the North, these Warwicks and Yorks, they were an impossible romantic past. The only problem, the English people themselves. They loved conquest. Oh, they hated the taxes, the loss of husbands and brothers and sons. They would not pay the price, and yet they demanded the price. And as for the little creature... Oh, Lord. ..the price she got... As it be thy gracious will, give me this night thy strength. You may leave me with my husband, ladies. Oh, glory to thee. <laughs> Shower blessings in thy great mercy. 
And thy boundless, sainted mother's rest. <clears throat> Henry. To the pure in heart, all things are husband. pure. For thy great My dear glory. husband. Harry! Oh. Oh. My, uh, my dear, um... Wife. Yes, yes, of course. My, my Margaret. Is there something you would like to say to me, husband? Um, I... I hope it's not cold for you. In... In that robe. Um, sleeping. Um. It is a very thin robe. <clears throat> See? Of purest silk. My maids tell me it flows like warm water. Perhaps a gown, if you are chilly. Does a wife need a gown when she has the love of her husband to light her fires? I am... Um, <clears throat> it was a long day, wasn't it? All those um, songs and the parade and the... Uh... Harry... May I make myself open to you? Yes, yes, we are, um, we, we are. Man and wife, mm -hmm. king and queen. And as such, it is our duty to populate the earth. And if we are to do so, we must engage in the love of the body. Which my teachers tell me mirrors the love of the divine, but is here and now. And from all I have been led to believe, is not unpleasant. But I am... Concerned that you are young. Yes, you are a young girl yet, Margaret, and... I am 15, and I believe as well-formed as any maid. Look, is there anything wrong here? Hmm? Is everything in the right place? Ah, uh, yeah, yes, I... I think so. And does the king approve of what he sees in his wife? I am... Um, yeah, you... you are... Indeed. Aristotle would agree we are in the fourth category of things said and things present. Very much so, Harry. What? Oh, your feelings are clear to me, husband. As the Greek, the other one says, you stand like a man carrying a candle in the high wind. Oh, I, uh, Satan's son. I, I mean, the, the body. So why don't you take a nibble of your French sweetmeat? Actually, I don't really have a sweet tooth. Seven years married and no child. Seven years married and no child. Queen Baron? Has the field been tilled and the seed planted? Is this really what Beaufort and Somerset want? They must know. If there's no successor, then there is a successor here in Yorkshire. No. It must not be said. I'm a loyal servant of the Crown Warwick. As long as there's a crown to be loyal to. Henry and his Lancastrian advisers have managed to lose or give away most of our possessions in France. Think of that, cuz. An English king letting our finest jewels slip from his limp hands. Limp hands, limp cod, limping monarch and the bastard still owes me £30,000 from my time in France. Maybe he needs better advisers. There's the council. There's more. London and the people. They know who you are, York. A loyal servant, yes, and a warrior who has never backed down from a fight in his life, compared to a king who has never been in a fight in his life. We've got muscle in the north, cousin. I think we need to start flexing it. I was not barren, 
and the king was not incapable. Those who say otherwise are liars for their own advantage. Oh, it took time for the little creature to realise that this king was, in many ways, even younger than she was. And to tell the truth, she was a little creature with sharp teeth. But time passed and changed them both. And there was love and loving, but no blessing of a child. They don't understand those who say he was a weak king who did not know his own mind. He knew his mind. It is just what he wanted so passionately was so impossible for them to understand. Not one of them could recognize the great idea in his heart, even though it was Christ's message preached to them every Sunday of their lives. Because in their own ways they were all small men who could not see over the walls of their own castle keep. Majesty? Tell your women to go. To go, now. What is it? He's coming. To London. Who? York. He's coming to... London? You said. It's the council, Harry. He's a member. He must come. You have summoned him. He often comes. No, no, I don't want him. Then you must dismiss him. But I can't. You're the king. It's your council. Sit down, have some wine. You don't understand, Margaret. He's... He's been a good servant and... I mean, he's a knight and all that stuff. He wins battles and he's angry. Suppose he has been a good servant. He is still a servant and he must obey or be called a rebel. And then he loses his land and his titles. It is all quite clear and simple. No, no, you don't understand. It isn't simple at all. It's terrible. He's putting his own people onto the council. They'll be against me. The Cardinal and Somerset are for you, Harry. There are people. They will support you because you are the king and you are right. But they say... They say... What do they say? That he has an army and he will put me down. Who says these things? Harry, who? Everyone. Whispering, chattering, like bees abuzz. Shh! Now come to me. Lay your head on my lap. <sighs> my sweet. <laughs> Who are you to bring armed men to this city? I, a simple soldier. Simple? My ass. Not quite the words I expect here from the Cardinals. Don't play games here, York. I can assure you, my Lord of Somerset, this is no game. You're right. The king and this council has a mind to issue an attaint against you. Oh, the king would need good cause, Somerset. There is none. I am loyal and rather more... Loyal. Rather more to the point, efficient. In case you don't understand, that means I do exactly what I say I'll do. I like some whose promises are spit on a griddle. I can assure you, the king knows who his good servants are and who they are not. And the little queen, Somerset, does she know exactly who serves her the best? York, you trespass on our goodwill. We speak in the king's name and in the king's council. Carve your tongue or lose it. I simply ask, I simply ask, where is the king in his council? Can he not speak for himself? 
It was strange during that council sitting. All over the city badges appeared. The Duke of York sign, here, there, and everywhere. They were torn down by our people every morning. But there they were again, the next night. I speak with the king's full confidence. Yes, yes. Well, I hear you would rather speak from the king's bed. Oh, oh, you dare not say such words! You dare not fight me for them! Oh, aren't we beyond that bully boy swagger by now? It is no secret, York. You have your eye on the throne. Oh, Pardon. Just, if I had wanted the throne, I would have taken it. I am, let me say it again, no more than a loyal servant. Then act like it and remove your forces from the city. Loyal servant of His Majesty. This is His Majesty's council. And not of His Majesty's dog. He's coming. He's coming. You must be strong. But he's so terrible. So terrible. And then? I saw the king. Well? God knows, because I don't. I talked to him. We used to talk, you know, when he was a boy, all the time. Very chattery little fella, but now... I just kept looking at her. The maid of Anjou. I said we should be alone, and for a moment, there was something there. He sent her away. Go on. I laid it all out. The loss of France, the refugees from over there taking housing, jobs... The breakdown of law and order throughout England. I told him Jack Cade and his people were not an isolated occurrence. There are armed bands of thieves everywhere. Anarchy is raising its head. And the people demand leaders they can trust to rule efficiently. I told him plain, Warwick. I said, men like you and I don't need to be corrupt. We've got more than enough. What we want is what is right for the country. How did that go down? He listened to me. He sat there an age, thought it through. And he said yes. Somerset to be arrested. <laughs> the Cardinal and the Lancastrian party to be set aside. A new parliament called and a new council. Myself announced as the heir, so long as there is no child. The programme of national reconstruction and the implementation of a workable law and order policy. <laughs> and France? And France must wait for a better time or a better king. We at least have something to build on for now. And something to drink to. I, uh, I gave it to him. All of it. Everything he wanted. Oh, Margaret, my Margaret. Be calm, my love, tell me. Somerset, the Cardinal. All of our people to be out and all of his to be in and... and name him my heir. And he will... Listen, my love. It was only words and words can be brushed away with a kiss. You are not angry. Angry solves nothing. No. We must think our way out of this maze. Somerset... To the tower. No, Somerset is our best friend. Let him go to be governor of Calais. It holds the only garrison of English troops left in France. He will be strong for us there. The new council. We can unsettle them with offers of position and land. The most important thing of all is an heir. We must have an heir. Because until we do, we are vulnerable. Hmm. Do you understand? There's no fool like an old fool. A 
thought we had an agreement. Me and Henry. I mean, we shook hands, and I looked into his eyes, and I, I swear he meant it when he said it. He meant it when he said it. What was it? How did it come upon him? Witchcraft? Magic? God knows, but my Harry simply stopped. They said one morning, there he was. Frozen, silent, unable to lift a spoon or wipe his own arse. No words, no signs, nothing. The body lived, breathed, but the spirit, the man, had gone. Nothing. Some bewitchment of the king. Nothing. Grandfather was mad like a dog. As if struck to stone. Nothing. The queen is with child. Lost his brains through his cod. A regency must be installed. But who? Oh, have Somerset. Nothing. The queen is big with child. Whose child, I say? Nothing. I present to this council a bill of five points which stand on ancient precedent and state that a queen may be our husband's regent should the occasion arise. If we must, then York is the man. Or there is no man who can hold all factions together. It is a bitter dish. The Queen is pregnant and has no blood to spare for thinking. The Queen. If that bitch gets her hands on power, then it will be war. It's York or nothing. <laughs> a healthy son! God be praised. The king has an heir. Lancaster is saved. York is lost. I seek only to do my duty and rule in the name of the king and of the queen. And of the queen, who is the mother of the next king of England. The mother of Somerset's bastard whelp. I have a son. A beautiful little boy. Almost a year old now. Your heir, Harry. Our very own baby boy. His name? What did you call him? I called him Edward. A good name, I think. How long? A year. So long. Where were you, Harry? Another country? Gone away? I don't know. I remember only sending Somerset to Calais and the new council and then nothing. Nothing more, a great silence after. Bees. I shall keep bees. They are good. They make honey. I like bees. They are busy. Here, my love. Hold your son. And we will make honey for our baby boy of Lancaster. <sighs> While the king was... Let's say it like it was. Mad. We were able to put a break on things... We scotched the Queen's scheme to become regent, and Somerset and the Cardinal were out, if not quite down for good. Parliament was at least sensible that the country needed stability if we were going to grow. It needed something else too. Money, which we didn't have. Listen to me! Listen to me! We've looked! We've examined the Exchequer. Yes. Our clerks have spent hours, days, Weeks tracking down and noting every item of expenditure. Putting in any and all credit that's available. And there is nothing. There is no money. Spent. 
on useless military expeditions by the king's favourites, spent on grants and lands to the king's favourites, spent on mismanagement by the king's favourites. And I don't have to tell any one of you landowners or merchants in this house that it's a damn sight more expensive to run a business badly than well. Good money will chase after bad. We needed time to balance the budget and start rebuilding. But what we got was... All rise for his majesty. God save the king. God save the king. We present to this house, to our loyal subjects, a son, a prince of the house of Lancaster, a bright light for a brighter future of peace between warring parties. Let dissension be put aside for amity and love. God save the prince. God save the prince. God save the prince. Warring parties. He thinks that's warring parties. What will you do? Well, you know what they say. In the end, it always comes down to the edge of a sword, the point of an arrow. War isn't a grand pastime for dukes in France anymore. It's become an instrument of policy in England. If that's so, God help us all. Look back, cousin over history. Who prospers and who falls away? Better a bad king than a weak one. Warwick, there must be authority in a nation or there is no nation. My friend, I think you should get aboard and set sail for the north whilst you still can. Aye. And celebrate Christmas as we may. Because I've got a feeling it's going to be a long season before we see peace and goodwill again. God save the king! God save the king! Sit, all of you, at our table and let us celebrate the birth of the Christ child who brought a new message of hope to mankind and taught us to turn the other cheek and forgive our enemies. <laughs> I fear, Majesty, that forgiving York may be like freeing a mad dog. The wiser course... At Christmas, we must forgive. And yet keep our eyes on that dog, that whole pack of dogs, my lord. As always, madam, your wisdom, your beauty, take us by the hand and lead us to our improvement. Somerset, it is a delight to see you free and in your proper place. My Lord of York would have said something like, Lord of French Bull, rubbish. <laughs> but all has been set right again. York is not a bad man. Harry, you don't think there are any bad men. I swear you'd have forgiven Judas himself. He had his part to play in the passion of our Lord. His Majesty sets an example for us all. Then, let's eat. Mm. Why aren't people eating? Steward! You are keeping the king and his guests waiting. Steward! Uh, uh, Majesty? Well? Uh, um... Where is the food, the wine, that we may celebrate this holy season? And the fall of York. <laughs> uh, for, 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 forgive me, uh, Majesty, um, that there is, is, is none. None? No, Your Majesty. No food? No, Your Majesty. No wine? No, Your Majesty. Have a care, Sir Steward, if you hope to live this night through. Why is there no food and no wine? 
Answer the Queen, damn you. There, there is uh, no money. The, the royal household has no... I'm sorry, sir, uh, madam, I... I, I, I do not... Uh, I, no, uh... Money. It became clear to me that the situation was becoming unmanageable. The Queen began to move, pulling in potential allies, making promises, alliances. Yes, she could hardly do otherwise in the circumstances, but in the circumstances, it was the worst possible thing to do. The situation could only escalate. She moved, we had to move. Whilst Lancaster prepared, the Lancastrian king prayed. It is hard for many to understand, but His Majesty wanted peace above all things, and though he came to see the necessity of building a strong wall around the monarchy, I do not think he ever truly believed there could be a military solution. It was not a view generally held. The body reflects the head that sits upon it and directs its actions. Simply, if the head is sick, weak, unable to rule, then the body will be in disarray. Men did not always agree with old Bolingbroke or young Hal, but by God they obeyed, and England was strong. We knew that if York gained power, they would reopen the campaigns in France, hoping by those means to gain support of the people and mend the exchequer with French treasure. <sighs> Harry was right when he said York was not a bad man, or even a bad regent, but that was not our choice, and God doesn't ordain regents. He ordains kings, and God help me, I had my king and my son, and therefore must have my side. The king summoned a great council at Leicester. Council God's blessings and the blessings of peace. Amen. Amen. We thank you, my lords, for your loyal presence in this our council. We pray with the Archbishop for the blessings of peace. It's gone beyond that, Your Majesty. Yeah. Yeah. You will have your say, gentlemen, and believe me, our minds are as one in these matters. Yeah. Say, so be silent, all of you. Are you so ready to go down the path of war? There's no other way. They will not listen. Will not listen. I will listen to any man who professes peace before I give a moment's consideration to him who counsels war. Our Lord told us to turn the other cheek and forgive our enemy. But not when he has his hands round your throat and his knee and your bollocks. <laughs> he has a point, sir. You should listen to his opinion. It's the voice of the people. This country isn't ruled by the voice of the people, but by the king's command. Cardinal. Well said, sir. And God knows, we all know, you fought for peace throughout your reign. Well said, Somerset. And we know, do we not, with what reluctance you now find yourself picking up the shield and sword yes. of your mighty yes. Plantagenet yes. forebears yes. to defend the truth yes. and the common people yes. of this realm. I could hear their cheers from here, Harry. They were cheering for war. They were cheering their king. Margaret, I know little enough of matters military, but I do know that once we lead an army into the field, we will have rung a bell which can never be unrung. Still, you can't see it. You are the king. It's your army. You can do what you want and take it where you want. It's your right. I am the king. Then for once in your life, Harry, be the man your father would have been. 
But you see, in the end, I can't help feeling that if God wanted it so, then two and two could be three, or five, or any number the divine cared to make it. Perhaps we could call a day of love, when all parties come together and find common cause in our shared humanity and submission to God. The wind's rising out there. Clouds coming from the north. It's only weather, Harry. That's all. Now look at me. What do you see? My queen. The woman I love. And the mother of your son. As Bolingbroke passed the throne to Hall of England, and he to Harry the Sixth, so you will pass it on to our son. Destiny and dynasty, all are yours if only you are strong. Or do you really want to kneel before your cousin Richard of York and say, take it, take this crown, because he will if you don't stop him. God save the king! We call upon our subjects of York and Warwick, of Norfolk and Salisbury and all those who support their treasonous aims to present themselves in humility and contrition before the great council at Westminster by the 21st of May, this year of our Lord, 1455, there to receive our justice as we shall see fit to give it. What does he say? We're coming to a council in London. So what do you intend to do? Go, of course. You don't refuse a royal summons. They'll be waiting for you, and this time they'll have swords. Well, I did think about inviting some friends along too. Ah, why not? Let's make it a Yorkshire day out, shall we? It's time we ended this. The king? He's still the king. Yeah, as long as we say so. I don't want it, Warwick. We'll see, cousin. That's half the bloody problem, isn't it? We're all bloody cousins in this war. But war there will be. Oh, yes. War. Warwick! You damned traitor! Look at this! Look at what you've done! You and your damned rebel! Me? Look at what you've done to this country! You and your pack of placemen! We have supported lawful authority! We have supported natural justice! You! You have overthrown... You, Somerset, have forgotten your guard! Your Majesty, I protest my loyalty, my devotion to the throne, to your crown, to you. This army I lead, this is your army. The other army, believe me, is a traitorous army. We have your best interests at heart. The Queen got away. The Queen got away. She's a better man than me, York. She won't go down as easily. You'll see. Your Majesty, quickly, there's no time to spare. The King? Lives. We must go. Take care of the prince. He is our future. The king is... indisposed. His mind finds itself lost in darkness again. So great is his grief at this... the, uh, the strife that has fallen upon this divided nation. I do not... I've never sought the throne for myself, but wish only to oversee the administration of the state until the king is well again. The queen 
No one knows where the Queen is. Long live the King. I come to you as the cruelly wronged Queen of a captured King, held against his will. I seek nothing for myself but only justice for the true line of Lancaster, for the little prince, for the future. Long live the king! Long live the king! The king is still sick. Still sick. They say you told him of Somerset's death in a manner calculated not to calm an anxious spirit. They? The queen says. The queen makes trouble whilst we make the country better. At least we begin to mend things. The conclusion seems obvious. I do not want to be king. Which is probably what qualifies you most. Apart from your descent, which is better than his. Not whilst the king lives, and I'm not prepared to have his death on my conscience, are you? Bolingbroke did it when it had to be done. Well, Bolingbroke had bollocks of iron, maybe I don't. I tell you this, York. While the king lives, the queen must plan. Choice becomes limited in times like these. If the king recovers, there are those, many of them, who will stand by his banner, if only because they will not stand by ours. God be praised. The king is well. Again. And in the name of the council, thanks his cousin of York for his great effort as regent and says his good servant may now depart in peace to a well-earned rest. There's much still to do, Cardinal. But not by you, sir. I say the king needs good servants. I say the king will choose his own servants and he does not choose you. Do you obey the king? Hmm? Tell us all, in the hearing of all. Do you obey the King of England, or will you choose rebellion again? The Queen got away. The Queen got away. I learned something very important after Northampton. When the news came, I was at a manor house in a small village. My people had gone to find if the King was safe. The prince and I made ready to leave. I had one man with me, a trusted and long-time servant. Edward, you must dress warm. It's cold and wet out there. Come. John, are the horses ready? Ready or not. Makes no difference to me. There's no time. We must leave now. They will have men out searching for us. Well, it's saving the trouble, then. What are you saying, John? From all I heard... Half your bloody side turned their coats once they knew we'd want a day. And to my mind, what is good for the master is just as good for the man. I give them you and the brat here, and they'll give me a bloody knighthood if I want it. There's treasure here, John. If loyalties are to be bought, I should have a chance to bargain in that market, shouldn't I? Listen, lady. A little thing like you would blow away in a dog's fart. No bargains. I take the gold and I deliver you alive or dead. It's no difference to me. No one to say otherwise. This says otherwise. <coughs> Wouldn't prick a maid's finger with that. If you did, she'd die in 20 beats of our heart. It's a queen's goodbye, John Clegger. Italian poison. It scratches and you're dead. And no one to say otherwise. French bitch. Edward, go to the stables. Now! You fancy your chances, John? There's the gold. You can go for it, or you can go for me. Are you a gambling man? Are you feeling lucky tonight? 
Get out! We rode to Wales to the castle of Harry's half-brother, Jasper Tudor. There we were safe for the time, but I had learned that you are never safe forever. And you can never trust even those you think to trust the most. All men are false when luck or chance provide occasion to fill their wallets or employ their pricks. The Queen's out. Let her go. I'd love to, cousin, if she'd go quietly, but she won't. You do see it, don't you? Something in this game has to change, or the advantage will flow back and forth forever, like the tide. You know the king will never rule as a king ought. And you know I will never kill a king whilst he is a king. And yet kings don't live forever. Yes, he's sickly, but even so. What about your boy, Edward March? He's got a smart head on young shoulders. He's a fighter, looks good, can deliver a speech, or I suspect an endearment to a lady. He's you, but with 30 years' advantage and a good claim. It might bring the parties together at that. A Lancastrian king hands on to a Yorkish heir, both descended from John of Gaunt. Would you buy it? They say what? Uh, Henry to rule until death, then York's boy March to be heir. And Arthur, my son, the Prince of Wales, what do they say of him? No mention of him. Cardinal Beaufort, you might be able to lie to God, but by God you cannot lie to me. If you are friend to loyalty and to the king... I am, madam, and my whole family. We have died in your service. Then spit it out, old friend, before you choke on it! They say... They say the prince is, forgive me, a bastard. They do? They do. And the king? Your Majesty, these demands of York's are too much. You cannot give away what is in God's gift to reward. The crown is anointed by heaven, not Yorkshire. I do not know. I do not know. York has been a good servant and has often enough been treated badly for his pains, but this is a step too far. The throne is not to be bargained for. Your Majesty must say so. I do... I cannot... My lords, you must find a way. I I have no answers for you. No answers anymore. I, it's, it's in God's hands. Yes, he'll know what to do. I can see I have been too much the obedient maid, the modest queen with downcast eyes, the doting mother and wifely support. Madam, what are you saying? I am saying, forgive me. That if the king doesn't have the bollocks to defend his throne... Madam! Then I do. Cardinal, call every lord still loyal to England and its rightful king and tell them it's arse-kicking time. The bitch was out. And no mistake or apology now. The king had ceased to matter. The fight was with the queen. In the end, it does matter that a man conducts himself in this life according to what he believes is true and right. In the end, it always comes down to the edge of a sword, the point of an arrow, because words weigh nothing in this world, unless they are anchored by iron and steel. And peace has no worth unless it is born of war. In the end, before anything could be done at all, we needed to settle with the Queen. Only then could we settle the country. And he who strikes first carries the day. Sendor Castle. They had us trapped. They were waiting for the inevitable end. We've got our Warwick. 
She starves or she comes out to fight, and either way she loses. You certain? She hasn't the force. The damn castle couldn't hold that many men and horses. She couldn't feed them beyond a week, and we've been here near enough a month. It's her last time, cousin, and she knows it. It seems she aims to play it with a flourish. I'll play it how she will. She loses today. Moon up! Prepare to receive their charge, boys! One shock, and then we take him, and we spare no one! And by God, a castle of his own to the man who brings me the bitch and her will! <laughs> Majesty, are you cold? Are you wet? Can I fetch a cloak? It's only weather. It doesn't matter. Is this it? It is the traitor's head. How proud he was this morning. Confident the victory was his, but in the end... In the end... We're all dead, madam. But not us. And not today. Today we won. York lost. Never to be king as he so wanted. Well, shall we bury it, or...? She who has it, has it. And will keep it a while. Put it up on the gates of his own city and... Yes. Make him a crown of paper... And let York rule over the birds and the rats. What of the king, madam? The king, cardinal. Have you not realised? I am the king now. My lord of March. What is it, Warwick? Why so formal? They took your father. He's prisoner. Ah, the bitch Margaret is done with that. He's dead. I'm sorry, Ned. He was my friend. He was my father, but I don't really know if he was ever my friend. But I do believe he never wanted the throne for himself. For England. It's what we all want, Ned. And now? That depends on you. Your claim is good. I've seen you fight. I think you're the man we need. Because if we intend to keep going, we must have a king to put on Henry's throne. For England, but not for me. You'll grow into it, lad, like a pair of new boots. We go on? There's no going back for any of us. We face the Queen's army at Towton Fields. Let's get this thing done. We have a problem, Ned. No, we're the problem for the Queen. If you'll finish your toilette, come outside. This is important. If it worries you, it worries me. God's great bollocks. What's that? And that? Two suns in the sky. Don't ask me how, but it's also a bloody great omen of bad luck for every man in this army. Two suns. Two suns. How can it be? I've tried to ask the bishop... 
but he's crapping himself in the ecclesiastical jakes. We have an ecclesiastical jakes? No, it's just a pit like any other. But we'll all be in it with him if we don't hammer a bung up the collective arse of this army soon. Bad for us. Bad for her. Oh, come on, Ned. They're already fighting under a woman's banner. How can it get any worse? We should pull back. We can't. This is the moment, Warwick. Everything is right. Look up, Ned! <laughs> Find me a woman. Well, this is no time for that. A needlewoman. A lot of them. Get them here and get them fast. And cloth and thread. Ned, what's on your mind? A sign is like a coin. It has two sides. Bad and good. These two sons will be my banner from today. A sign to us that our cause is great in God's eye. Or has he not wrought a miracle before us? Today, you cannot fail. For you fight in God's army under the banner of Edward of York! Clever boy, Ned. Very clever indeed. But what does she have to say about it? There is one king of one country. That king is Henry VI. Where is he? Where is the king? The king is sick, you all know it. But that makes him no less the king, ordained by God. And on this day, as Henry's queen, I fight under my own banner. Today, we win or we die. A king fights in this queen, in this unholy war of cousins. And we will put an end to it and restore peace to this land. May God judge us and give our cause victory! York's son, Edward, and the Duke of Warwick faced Queen Margaret at the Battle of Towton. And that day, 50,000 Englishmen died. God himself must have wept over so much waste. This land, this... That day, Lancaster's hopes died. The Queen escaped, the mad, sad King and her son in her train. She took her army south, gathering men to her cause. Though there were more, always more, who would join that cause, my cause. But in the end, when she came to London... My Lord Mayor, you know me well. You know King Henry is with me. Your lawful king, crowned in your cathedral. Aye, Majesty. There's also an army with you, and London doesn't like it. I will guarantee their good behaviour. Maybe so, but you can't guarantee they won't eat this city out of bread and meat. We have nothing to spare for you. Not even your sworn allegiance to the king? The king is mad again, they say. I say he is still the king! Then why is the queen leading the king's army? It isn't seemly. There is nothing for you here, madam. There were no more friends to be bought at any price, and she went, where else? Home to France, where her uncle, Louis the King, the universal spider, 
welcomed her into his web. I was 14 years old, a girl, and full of hope when I married my Henry. When I returned to France, I was 32, and heavy with grief, but now I was a woman in full. And a woman can never in this world fall to her knees and weep with greatest regret, because there is always something to be done. I had a kingdom to regain and no time for tears or regrets. In Henry VI, a simple man, Henry VI was Al Weaver, Margaret, Amy Fionn Edwards, and York, Sean Dooley. Cardinal Beaufort was Paul Moriarty, Warwick, Gerard McDermott, Somerset, Carl Prekop, and Edward of York, Simon Bubb, with Ricky Lawton, James Laley, and Christopher Webster. Plantagenet is written by Mike Walker and produced by Jeremy Mortimer and Sasha Yevtushenko. Next week, we're nearing the end of the Plantagenet line, and in the last programme of the series, we'll be introduced to three brothers, Ned, Clarence and Richard, Duke of Gloucester. Despite his rebellious brother, Clarence, and the formidable dowager, Queen Margaret, Edward IV manages to bring a modicum of stability to the Kingdom of England. But discontent at the power of his wife and her family erupt into civil war after his death, and his brother Richard is forced to take increasingly drastic steps to uphold Plantagenet power. Richard III, The Three Brothers, is next week at the same time. The Seventh Dimension on BBC Radio 4 Extra. They know we're here. I can feel it. The Martians. Sci-fi, horror and fantasy every weekend. Hold tight back there. It's going to get a bit bumpy. This Saturday, The Martian Chronicles by Ray Bradbury. We won't ruin Mars. Humans have a talent for ruining big, beautiful things. Starring Derek Jacobi as Captain Wilder. Now we knew for sure we weren't alone. We almost wish we were. The Seventh Dimension, every Saturday and Sunday at 6pm and midnight on BBC Radio 4 Extra. BBC Radio 4 Extra. It's 11 and in a moment we've a story inspired.